0: In this episode, we talk about human kindness and fun things to do in Portland and how face-to-face and real-life human interaction is the lifeblood of a healthy you and a healthy society, too. That's so nice.
1: I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've
0: been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Lions and tigers and freaking (laughs) bears. Okay. All right. Hi, guys. Hello. Are you still there? hello hello how are you doing uh, how hello are everyone. you
1: I know it's been a very strenuous week a historic
0: and a very trying very emotional, emotional week. week yes for it has our, been. the country yeah for many of us <sighs> so we just want to acknowledge that right up front because you know we do. it's not yeah. all rainbows and unicorns and lollipops all the time but we but they're still are... there the rainbows and unicorns yes. and lollipops they do exist they still along, exist along with big big bad wolves right and all kinds of other things right
1: right so okay so we are we are keeping it a light podcast
0: ish
1: um, ish and i think that Everyone could use a little bit of of lightness right now, but we do have to say that we do have things to say Mm -hmm. about what's going on Mm -hmm. politically, but we'll be preparing something for you all next week. So, um, we are coming off of, um, some wonderful friends that have
0: visited and so, That's right. In previous episodes, we mentioned how many visitors have been wanting to come visit us in Portland. A lot of friends, not just from California, from other places, too, have visited us here in the Pacific Northwest in weird Portland, Oregon. And it's been a lot of fun. And we have been so grateful to have them here. We have. Because, you know... We've only been here for less than a year. So it's not like we have a ton of face-to-face friends here yet. We have maybe... We have some. Four. We, <laughs> we have some. We do. We do. But And we value them and we love them and we're so grateful for them. But it has been nice to have friends at our fingertips because they've come and visited us. And so in this episode we're going to be talking about what we've been doing and the sights we've seen and the foods we've eaten and how that's so good for, for our health and psychological yes. well-being. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <sighs> all right. Well, why don't we move on to a review from the community? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, before I read this review, thank you so much for listening those of you leaving reviews, because it helps. It helps to get the podcast. I mean, how many, I mean, you're probably tired of hearing me say that. but (laughs) They know.
0: They know how it helps. Okay.
1: Okay, you guys know how it helps. Do it. But wait, I do want to add, because it takes time to leave a review. I know. You know, I mean, we're not getting just like one sentence, one word reviews, even though you could do that.
0: And we will appreciate that. Too. And, right, and it helps. Like, that helps know, too, people. Okay, so this one—I love the handle for this one. Okay. The person's name, their profile name.
1: Oh, you love their handle? Yeah. Okay, so this is from Roxy
0: Raul. Oh, it's not Token Hetero. <laughs> I thought that's what it's going to be from. What Token Hetero? No, her
1: handle, I guess, is—is is her name.
0: Oh, right? okay. Roxy so Token Rowe, Hetero
1: was the title yes, of the Yes, Token Hetero. Got I got it. the title of the review. I got and confused. this is what Roxy says. This is what the Token Hetero had to say. So she says this podcast is aimed at the LGBTQ crowd, but it's really a must listen for everyone. Sienna and Toast are fun while staying positive and focused on living their lives to the fullest. The way they reveal personal details about themselves is reminiscent of character development in a good book or TV series. I can't wait for the next episode. That's a nice review. Yeah. Thank you, Roxy.
0: That was very, a very literary review yes, with the character does... development thing. I know.
1: What do you think Roxy does? Do you think she's a writer? I, th-
0: Maybe. Or she's a reader, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And a TV watcher. Thank you. Thank you, Roxy. Roxy.
1: So, Roxy, if you would like a little gift from us, we we would love to give you a gift. (laughs) So just go ahead and email us. And we're happy to send that out to you. You can also message us on Instagram as well. So thank you.
0: Okay. So next.
1: Do Do you you smell that?
0: What? Mm. Ooh, what's that? That's brown
1: rice. Oh. Some nice, comforting food
0: that we need with B vitamins, right? Doesn't brown rice have B vitamins?
1: It has B vitamins. All All right. Just had to bring that up because our whole can't you smell because that's what's happening can't you smell it smells now so I good I wasn't yeah, noticing
0: it but now I okay
1: okay what are we talking about
0: all right so before we talk about all the things that we've done with our visitors like places we've eaten and activities we've done we thought we would mention this thing you may or may not have heard of called blue zones and we learned about blue zones quite a few years back yeah um, because the area that we were living in at the time had a community initiative. I, mean, I would imagine that the local city and city was involved as well at the government level to improve the quality of life for its citizens, which is kind of the purpose of government and community in the first place. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the Blue Zones... A blue zone is a place on the planet where the people in that community have longer lives than average. Right. Right? Something like that. Yes. Okay. And the fascinating thing is uh, what seems to, what are the things that seem to contribute to this longer life? And... Some Being of the happy. Things. And some of the Happiness things... is one of them. Happiness if you're but happy. But how are you going to want to stay alive longer, I guess? Right. But
1: why are these people so happy? Yeah. So there are so many factors that we're not going to go through right now. But the one that we do want to address is that face to face connections are truly important to your health and happiness. Like that was one of the main. That was one of the top two. Yes. Okay. Hello. It's in the top two. Yes. So So face-to-face connections with people that you see regularly. And another factor is that people you want to see. People that give you life. And it can be as simple as the bank teller. That's Mm. not a good example because who walks into a bank? No one. (laughs) Not anymore, right? (laughs) It might be your mail carrier. Mm. You know, someone that you just say, "Hey," or or the barista, the barista where you always go to get get your coffee. coffee, You say, "Hey," so even though these connections might feel very surface level Mm -hmm. and just part of your day, they're a really important part of your day. Your day having that face to face, quick hello it could be even a little bit longer how are you doing did you have a great weekend whatever it might be but that face-to-face interaction with people that you get to know in your community is super important to the level of happiness that you feel that
0: is very cool
1: so it includes that which i was surprised by but it of course also includes people that you absolutely trust and they recommend having just two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say two to three is totally enough, mm, two to three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because these are vault friends. These are the friends that, you know, you can share your true self with, mm-hmm. people that you can say near anything to, people that will hold your secrets and sharings in confidence mm-hmm. and they will keep it in the vault. People, you can call it
0: three in the morning. Yes. And they'll be there for you.
1: And all you and need, two.
0: Two. And you'll be there for them.
1: Yes. Yes. Because you also have to think, like, oh, that's all I need, just two. But really, you're also nurturing these relationships. So you're going to nurture these friendships. So you, you know, it's not ideal to have like
0: eight. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. It's too many. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the depth. You can't is what precludes is what precludes you having, you know, five, ten 10 right. of these types of you can't write. Do right. It. you need to have that depth. Right. Okay, so, so blue zones. Oh, that's blue zones. having that face to face in real life flesh and blood, like breathing the same air in the same room. Not through the screen, not through right. the headphones, not through FaceTime. We're talking about right. actual exactly old-fashioned, I can reach out and, mm-hmm. and shake your hand. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So having that face-to-face on a consistent basis yeah. and having two, maybe three of those types of 3 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. emergency mm-hmm. type of friends where you guys know each other's stories, and also having just regular, consistent friendly interactions with like the person people that you want to see yeah person yeah people at a local
1: restaurant and yeah it's not the people you don't want (laughs) to (laughs) see
0: yeah not the people you have to tolerate not the people we have to put up with it's like people you
1: you genuinely like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and easily like easily like yes yes so why are we even bringing this up well as we mentioned earlier We've been so fortunate to have friends want to come and visit us and use us as an excuse to visit Portland. Can't so blame 'em. blame them. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, hey, come, come on over. And so truly we've had, what is it? Okay, October. So we've had 15 visitors. And if my brother's helping us to live longer, yeah. So if my brothers end up coming into town, by the end of this year, we'll have 17, have had 17. So I think this is a nice, like, I feel like all of our friends really helped us like training wheels, you know, and moving away. Mm. It almost feels like, okay, we kind of did move away. We saw right. like all it's our friends, all, right. you know, it's like little training wheels, yeah. but it really helped us because, you know, Toast and I, and we've shared this before, we, can get into our own bubble with our heads down just working or doing a project or you know and we we don't come up for air and and decide hey let's go do this social thing and let's call so and so and let's hang out like really that's something we want to get better at
0: mm-hmm. yes so yes.
1: as we are creating and nurturing our existing for our friends out here as we do that it's been nice to have friends come here to mm-hmm. us because it's you know a, we absolutely enjoyed seeing them mm-hmm. but it did push us to because it's a trip it gives right? us an excuse yeah, right it gives, it gives us an us excuse, an
0: excuse yeah. to to show up and mm-hmm. do face-to-face hey let's hang out let's yeah. go to this and restaurant let's try different. this bar yes, let's yes, go yes, to, to let's, try different things yeah let's yeah. do this field trip that may we probably to be honest would not have prioritized if it was just us oh totally right. so let so alone thanks, ask
1: our existing for friends hey let's go out and do
0: mm-hmm.
1: you yeah, know so but friends. we are getting better at that okay
0: Yes. So Thank let's you, talk friends. about the things that we did. Oh, okay. Jeez. All right.
1: <laughs> well, before that, I want to talk about the birds.
0: Yes, that's what I want to talk about first too.
1: Okay, but we didn't do that with visitors. I didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Huh? So, I don't, so, so that's why what's I'm the like, connection. It was just cool. So, <laughs> well, here. Okay, what was great is that what well, we found out about it through friends
0: we, who are visiting here. We
1: did. But we got to be around pleasant people in a face-to-face way. That's true. That's
0: true. So that helped us. Yes. Right. So, okay, here's what we did. We found out through a friend who was visiting, who who did her research and did her homework about what there is to do in Portland in September, right? They found out that one of the big natural events that happens in Portland is... The migration of a bird called the Vox's Swift. We never heard of this before. <laughs> but <laughs> just minutes from our house happens to be one of the one of the main roosting places for, for these types of birds as they migrate south for the winter. Yeah. So why is it did I say it was at a local elementary school? No. Okay, did not. So the the roosting f- location happens to be in this gigantic chimney that used to be part of the furnace for a local elementary school. So they the Vox's swifts have been roosting in this school furnace chimney since 1982. That's crazy. Hmm, 1982, that just so happens to be a year. (laughs) That was significant this past week too, but that's just a coincidence. Okay, so what happened was the Swifts would arrive in the fall at the same time that the students did, right? And what is so heartening is that because of their concern for the birds that were roosting in this furnace chimney, the students and the staff of this elementary school decided to not turn on the furnace. They froze. And, and they just endured these chilly days without any heat in their school until the Swifts left the chimney and they continued on their migration. That's my kind of people, you know? That's human That's kindness. That's my kind of people. That's human kindness, right? For the birds. And only um, in 2001... As a result of fundraising efforts by the school, by the Audubon Society, um, by the public schools, they basically have uh, the furnace converted to natural gas. And the bricks in this original furnace were just preserved so it could simply be a roosting site. So now the school has heat and... The birds the, are safe. The birds are safe uh, while the school still has heat. But I think that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. And and why this is an event, you may be wondering, okay, birds in a chimney, okay. But there are hundreds and thousands of birds that will just fly in a group through the air. It's kind of like those, uh, if you've seen videos of the schools of fish that will that will move through the water as one, and they f- they turn on a dime, mm, and this mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. huge school That's of exactly fish does when it was like. Yeah, but these birds do it in the
1: air, so they do so, that, and they they make. So first you see, like, oh, there's a few birds, a few birds, and then they kind of go away. Then you're like, oh, there's more birds,
0: more birds and then, joining them and as time, time and goes grows. on.
1: There's a lot of birds <laughs> and they are they're flying in circles going one way and then sometimes
0: the other way. It's like this whole choreographed thing yes. in the air above yes. you. And what's fantastic is this the whole hillside adjacent to the school mm. on the school grounds mm-hmm. is covered it's all people. these people that have come to watch, watch the, the Vox's Swifts. <laughs> people have blankets and yeah. mats they're lying on. They have their, their folding chairs unfolded. Their dogs are with them. Families bringing pizzas.
1: There's wine and French bread and
0: all kinds of Thermal things happening. thermoses with cups. And we're all just sitting there on the hillside waiting for the birds to come. So what happens is you have to
1: find out when your sun is setting
0: oh yes when, when the is sun the sun,
1: is... sun gonna set today yes and then you make sure because you want a good spot on the lawn even though there was a lot of spaces yeah right? that you are there an hour ahead of the sunset time because, because you that's just wait for when the birds,
0: birds start arriving it happens just only in the hour before sunset and i'll tell you oh these birds they must wear, they know when the sun is setting. They do
1: because the sun was supposed to set at 7. Yep, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, 6:53. Okay, 6:53. <laughs> by the time we got to our car, the event was over. By the time we got to our car it was 7:05. That's pretty amazing. They're pretty accurate.
0: Yeah, by the by so they after the birds do this whole dance in the air with all of their families and Swirling. their species, right? Yep. They swirl and then they they <laughs> dive into the chimney. Yeah, that's what it looks like, anyway. Yeah. They're it's flying. It's so cool, you guys. And I don't know how they don't oh, injure themselves because they look like they're yeah, going yeah, in that yeah. chimney pretty fast. They do, but in groups they'll go into the chimney in groups. So the so how this show works. Look, this whole podcast is going to be taken up oh, by the no. boxes Swift. Okay. I know. I, but I have to share it. Okay, share it. <sighs> okay. So as you're sitting there in the hour before sunset, what you see as you look up into the sky is a slowly gathering swarm of this huge flock of birds, right? Slowly, gather slowly. And oh my gosh, at the peak, there's this huge flock of birds that's doing this amazing choreographed dance in the air. And as you keep watching, this huge flock of birds diminishes because in small groups, they are going into the chimney where they are going to rest and sleep for the night. So this huge flock slowly diminishes and gets smaller and smaller because group by group, they're going into the chimney as they pass the chimney and doing their dance.
1: But when they start going into the chimney in their little groups, Mm -hmm. that doesn't just happen. It's like really much closer to sunset.
0: So yes. you're sitting there. That's true.
1: Maybe for 15 minutes, 20 minutes with nothing. Then the birds, then you just start seeing them and they're dancing for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then, as it's about maybe 10, 15 minutes before sunset, then
0: they start going in.
1: Groups, going in. Groups, groups
0: of yeah. them going into the chimney, going into the chimney, and they, they they do a swoop by the chimney, and whoop, a group of them goes in. Yeah. Then they do another pass by the chimney, and another group goes whoop. in. Whoop, and the group is the the flock of birds is getting smaller and smaller. And what was so delightful to me was at the very end, <laughs> it's just a small little group left that needs to go into the chimney, right? Four. And the sun is almost going to set. The sun is almost going to set. So they're so they're going, they're flying by the chimney, and then. All of them go in and people start to clap. All of us are clapping on the hillside, except one of them doesn't go in. One of the birds don't go in. So then people on the hillside are clapping. We're all clapping. Oh. (laughs) But see, it's a community experience. So do you think he, by nature? I freaking love it. Do you think he went in? Yes, I didn't see him. But, it, I, but I, I think didn't you would see him. It. Yeah, I don't know. He's a rebel. He's a rebel. Okay. So thank you for listening to us go on and on about the Voxes Swift. We're gonna put a, a video. We'll link to a video oh so you can this see what we're talking about. And yeah, maybe it's not we a video won't sound we took. as crazy.
1: Yeah, it's not a video we took yeah. though. Um, we tried, but you.
0: I don't know what it is, but you can. But I just. I'm so appreciative of the community experience of it. You know, getting mm-hmm. out there with your neighbors, yeah, sitting on a lawn and watching birds. I know. It's yeah. great. You know, it's like a ticket to a concert, except it's free and it's nature. <laughs> Thank you. The Vox's Swift <laughs> Tour. Yes. yeah. But I think you should share
1: what's so unique about these birds. So Cause I thought what I was, was amazed by. Interesting.
0: They have, you know, they have... On the grounds of the school, they have a, a plaques right up so you can educate yourself about what you're seeing. And one of the panels explains how these birds are able to eat and I think mate and even sleep while they're flying. They, their feet are not even designed for them to perch on branches of trees.
1: That's crazy. They don't
0: do that. They're not those kinds of birds, apparently. Their feet are and their bodies are designed to either fly or to perch uh, and hang on vertical surfaces. So out in nature, where there aren't chimneys, these birds would normally roost in the stumps of trees. Mm. You know. And I think they mentioned they also roosted in... Um, pyramids like the mayan pyramids and wow. stuff like that yeah something like that that's but crazy. just nature is pretty amazing yeah so they would drink they, they drink water by skimming the surface of bodies of water and they'll just you get it get a drink of water that way they Man. won't even stop to to drink from something They'll just fly oh, and God. they'll their diet is mostly insects so swoop they'll just yeah they'll just catch Eat. insects in in the air Oh my gosh <laughs> you know Amazing. i couldn't be that bird no that wouldn't be me no good thing you're not that no i bird. couldn't be that bird mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh man okay well look what time it is i know what are we gonna do well let's list the things that we just did? a few things so anyways, I know in one of the podcasts, we mentioned hopefully being able to record a podcast with oh, some of our right. with some of our friends that came to visit who are also listeners yeah. to the podcast, listeners of the podcast. But it just didn't work out that way. And that's OK, because we got to really prioritize the face to face time. Yeah. And, um, got to and just that was really hang nice. With them. So there might be something in the future. You know, we can work yeah. something out in that way. So anyways, there's not going to be a podcast um, coming
0: regarding... It's not imminent. It's not. Let's put it that way. It's not.
1: But we did get to try a lot of different new places, which has been nice. One of the places that I had forgotten about, because everything is just running together in my mind, is um, the Woodblock Chocolate Company. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a chocolate cafe.
0: We learned all we learned about resting chocolate.
1: Yes, resting chocolate. So I don't know if you all remember Flicks. I don't. What is that? Flicks. Flicks. This is like such an old school candy where it came in like a (laughs) a skinnier toilet paper roll, like
0: cardboard.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you open one end and it was like small solid wafers of chocolate.
0: Mm. Okay. Do you remember flicks? Maybe vaguely. It's what you're describing is making, when you talk about old school, you know, uh, candies, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of what is that? Violet? Violet crumble? Was it violet? Oh, violets.
1: The little violets, square the little hard squares candy. of Harley. Yeah, oh, I'm yucky. thinking of that. Yucky. Yucky. <laughs> you like that? Did you like that? It was okay. Oh, yucky. Yuck. Do you remember Sensen sen gum? No. Oh, that was yucky too. <laughs> I remember Rolos.
0: Do they still have Rolos?
1: Rolos. What is a Rolo?
0: It also came in that like a lifesaver kind of tube. And it okay. was a uh, circular chocolate with caramel in the middle. I don't know that well, one. Okay. Wow. I don't know that one. Okay. Okay. We're striking out with but anyways, the chocolate reminiscence. So Flicks. Okay. So Flicks
1: kind of had like a little... Like a little topper. It's, it sort of looked like a much flatter Hershey's Kiss. Okay. Like okay. a squashed Hershey's Kiss. But it kind of had like that little middle oh, dollop okay. thing. Okay. Um, so Woodblock Chocolate Company sells their chocolate. One of the forms is in these flat wafers. So it didn't have the little curl at the top. Okay. But it was a flat, solid wafer of chocolate. And they have all kinds of chocolate from all over the world, which is pretty amazing. They make it in Portland, Oregon. and Also um, oh, the beans are from all over the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they created something called resting chocolate, which are these really cute mason jars of these wafers of solid chocolate and resting in some kind of herb. So the one that I tried, it was resting in... Mint. So dried mint leaves. And it tasted totally like mint mint chocolate. chocolate. But there was no mint in it. Hmm. Crazy.
0: It's like flower essence chocolates. Well, I don't (laughs) kind of I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Because flower essence
1: essences don't have the plant matter in it, right? It's just the blueprint. It's the water. Yeah. But This was the plant matter. This was actual dried mint leaves. But it was so good. So if you are in Portland, you have to go down
0: to this place and try it. And they were so nice. And they were very nice. They educated us about that. And another drink that was drink. Oh, they educated us us about drinking Drinking chocolate chocolate versus hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. So drinking
1: chocolate is like drinking a melted candy bar, basically. Seriously. Like super intense, man. Yeah.
0: It's like what drinking chocolate is to hot chocolate, what espresso is to coffee. Yeah. Yeah, kind well, of like that. Kind of like so that. So we learned about chocolate from woodblock chocolate. Mm-hmm. Another place we so went good. to was... Well,
1: okay. I don't know. At this point, what? Should I just run down the list of all
0: places? Sure, sure. <laughs> and we can just pause okay. on
1: certain places. Certain okay, ones. so... You guys, there are some, okay, so we've only been here less than a year, right? And so, so far, these are the places that we love and would recommend for people visiting Portland, Oregon. One place is the Oregon Humane Society, Okay, so even if you might be an animal lover that is averse to going to shelters mm-hmm. and rescues, understandably so, understandably so, and you still might feel a little twinge because you're picking up on, on an animal, but
0: you you mean must, picking up on
1: an animal's distress, their and emotions, emotional state, right? yeah, okay, because yeah. you know some of them are still afraid, regardless mm-hmm. of how nice the place is yeah, and yeah, how well. Sure, um, you must go there, Oregon
0: Humane Society. They are an incredible organization. They are, in, they are not affiliated with the American Humane Society. Right. Which I didn't realize until doing a little more research. They're an independent organization. What's amazing is they, are, they have their offices in today on the very same exact grounds that they began in. I love that. Over 100 years ago. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so the Oregon
1: Humane Society. Multnomah Falls is also another must-see.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, and I'll mm-hmm. just say the Oregon Humane Society again. They mm-hmm. also have an on-site um, pet cemetery. It might yes. sound a little creepy, but it's you, can cool. see, you can see um, gravestones literally from 1800s. the 1800s there mm-hmm. for people who love their pets so much. They have, They are a no-kill shelter. Mm-hmm. So all the animals you see there you know are are either going to find homes um or they will going the to stay them. there until they do find homes, yeah, yeah, they have an on site uh veterinary clinic mm-hmm uh and um they have fantastic rooms for the cats to roam around oh my in gosh. and socialize in. yes it it really There's like is an egypt room. <laughs> Egyptian room yeah 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 it it really is incredible so that's why we, we're recommending it and just singing its praises they're amazing yeah they know what they're doing yeah yeah and they've
1: adopted out I believe over 6,000 pets just this year I believe it so far yeah, yeah. so it's fantastic um okay so I mentioned Mount Noma Falls but I would check actually before you go To Multnomah Falls? Yeah, because we've been a few times now, and at certain times the falls are much more abundant Mm -hmm. than other times. Mm -hmm. So I would say maybe coming off of winter. Yeah, I think springtime is
0: probably where you're going to get all. Yeah, the most water. Yeah, yeah, but summer. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So make sure you check because I think it makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we mentioned a few podcast episodes ago the Grotto. That's something we also would recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Japanese Gardens, Portland Japanese Gardens. Mm-hmm. Who would have
0: thought? But apparently, that's one of the it's most beautiful. Yeah, that's one of the best
1: Japanese gardens in the United States. Yep. And if you're going to the Japanese Portland Japanese Garden, you must go to the International Rose Test Garden. Yeah, Test Garden. It's right there, which is right there. Um, so we would recommend those places. And also, of course, because we've dedicated an episode to it, the alpacas. Yes.
0: <laughs> right? Right. We oh. went
1: again, people.
0: Yeah. Oh, and uh, I have to say yes. about the Japanese, part in the Japanese gardens, mm-hmm. I would highly, highly, highly recommend that if you do visit there, oh. that you yes. take advantage of one of their tours, their free tours. Absolutely. It helps you. It really Absolutely. helps you to appreciate more of what you're seeing. Yeah, because if you don't have the tour, yeah. Okay. It, it's not as great.
1: And I'm now thinking of this. Um Toast and I have only been once and it was to see the Indigo Girls concert, mm-hmm. but that we did go to the Oregon Zoo. Oh yeah.
0: That's and,
1: right. You know, zoos are of, hard to it's like okay, where do you stand in terms
0: of zoos? I think it's a net gain. I think it's a net positive. Yeah, the animals are captive animals. But I think zoos do important educational work. And if it's uh, preservation, right zoo. yeah, preservation great work, zoo. research yes. work, I think, uh, this I was think a it's great a zoo. net positive.
1: So we would recommend the zoo. Um, also, take a visit to Mount Tabor Park. Mount Tabor Park, yeah, That was just incredible yeah. as well, right? And we did not go to this place, but our friends went to the Tillamook. Cheese factory. Is that what it was? Cheese factory? It's it's cheese. Okay. Um, we got to go there, you and I. Got to check it out.
0: Well, no. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> okay, well, our friends went, so there. we don't know. Yeah, don't but, know, but
1: no, but they enjoyed it. Okay. They, they love cheese. They love dairy, and they had a great time there. For the cheese lovers, For not the, the cheese, vegan people. For the cheese <laughs> lovers. And I guess ice cream lovers, because they left with, like, a true... Oregon strawberry shake made with oh. Oregon strawberries, Very nice. and the dairy and the dairy there. So, anyways, those places
0: and you know what, what should else? also be on this list and it's and it's on our list although we have not been yet is OMSI. oh the yes. science museum, yes. which is one of uh, the best science museums in the nation. Mm-hmm. So we got to go there. Yes.
1: Okay. Now, okay, food cards. <laughs>
0: Okay, this is the last (sighs) segment. You guys. Right, the last part of our Oregon to-dos or Portland to-dos. Okay, why don't you talk about the food carts? Okay, one thing that we love about Portland is all of the small businesses. So the food establishments that you're going to see around Portland are not your typical chain restaurants for the most part. Yeah, you'll see Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, you'll see, or will you see a Marie Calendars? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm trying think trying remember. Here, no, I think out here, no, I think you seen... see out here it's Sherry's Pies or something Sherry's that's kind of like or that. Or like uh, Cheesecake Factory. Okay, so yeah, you have all of those nationwide restaurants like Denny's and Arby's and stuff like that. You don't see that much of it here. And that's so refreshing. Yes. Instead, what you see a lot of are... Food cart courts. What do they call them here? Yeah. Food, food pods. Food cart food, pods. Food trucks. Food trucks that are in a permanent establishment on a neighborhood block. So one of our favorites is the Piedmont food carts. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. We love Roland Fresh. Mm-hmm. We love Burma Sphere. Yes, Sphere. Yeah, those are our two favorites. Oh well, but there's the only also a I've specialty ever... vegan cart there. There's a whimsical fish. folly. Yep. There's a uh, Mediterranean food cart. Mm-hmm. There's a Mexican food cart. There's a Japanese food cart. There's uh, there's spaghetti about it. Oh yeah, that's spaghetti. right. Spaghetti. Spaghetti about it. There's a beer there's cart.
1: There's a beer cart there for specialty so all beers. Of these there's different... a cat. There is it's not a cat. There's cart. a food truck. It's just there's a there's a a resident cat there. Yes, and we loved seeing his little area. That ha- he had a shark bed
0: and his food and water. He had his own little cat bed. He did in the shape of I love a shark. That. Yeah, and his food area. So they seem to take good care of him and love him, and mm-hmm. we love that. Mm-hmm. But, man, you just walk up to this neighborhood block that has a bunch of food carts parked on it order your food and they have a nice seating area all kinds of tables and benches and they even have enclosed areas for when the weather turns cold where they have outdoor heaters so and and this type of situation you'll find all over the city it's just delightful i know i know i'm so excited so you gotta if you visit portland you gotta eat at food carts yes okay and then just a few
1: i'll just run okay a few so since we're on the topic of food Yes. Uh, back to eden is one of my favorites everything there is vegan and gluten-free however i would recommend you going there for breakfast or brunch the dinner menu is it's okay but there's so many more offerings for breakfast and brunch yum yum like totally yum um, also victoria which has also a lot of vegan options as well. And they have a fabulous, very beautiful bar mm-hmm. there um, and great drinks. Uh, you can also check out Expatriate, which is a small bar. A neighborhood bar. Neighborhood bar that has a more like a appetizer style
0: menu. It's really good, guys. Really good. Very impressive food there. Yeah.
1: I mean, I had fries, <laughs> which doesn't sound so fun. But they
0: were fancy fries. But they
1: were Indian spiced fries. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> also had, um, we had the broccoli. But if you're vegan, you have to kind of pick around things. Mm-hmm. So expatriate might not be really That's for vegan. That's true. Vegans, That's true. But if you um, are not a vegan, that would be a place to go. They also love prints there. And they have a DJ there that plays music. And it's really fantastic.
0: Vinyl. Yes. He's playing vinyl records. He is. And that's it. Is that our list? Well, we have also, I have Pok Pok. Okay.
1: Um, We actually went to the wrong Pok Pok. We went to the one, there. there's several locations. We went to the one closest to us that did not have the special vegan thing that I wanted to try, actually. Um, But it was still good. What I had was good. Um, And they also had this amazing whiskey sour
0: there. So uh, that was one of your was that the first time you had a whiskey sour? Yeah, and it okay. was fantastic.
1: Right. Well, it was a tamarind whiskey sour. Mm. What I originally wanted there was a salted plum vodka Ooh, with like a olives. Yeah, but they they didn't have that. Um so make sh- so if you are vegan, look for the pok pok that has the vegan more of the vegan options. Okay. Have we gone through our list? I think we went Okay. Our <laughs> list. That's crazy. All right. So, so we'll lots... just list this in the notes. Sure. Would you say? Yes. Just like links? Yes. Right. We, yeah. we don't need to have like robust explanations. Well, that's a of lot places. of links. Let me but tell you. We don't you. have to have like all like explanations. Oh, no. We're not going right? to be yeah. like
0: Lonely Planet tour no. guide or anything. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's our episode. And we just. Again, want to (laughs) bookend this with appreciation for face-to-face, human kindness, acknowledging each other, cultivating and honoring, Mm -hmm. not just politeness, but Mm -hmm. really seeing each other. Yes, exactly that, really
1: seeing each other. Yeah, and honoring
0: each other as citizens Mm -hmm. and fellow members of our collective society. Yes. That's good toast. Yeah, I like well, you that. know, I'm inspired. I'm gonna cap this off yeah, by yeah. mentioning Tell this them book what it is? Yes. By okay. Timothy Snyder. Uh, this book called On Tyranny, Twenty Lessons from the Twentieth Century. And lesson number twelve is make eye contact and small talk. Hmm. It is part of being a citizen and a responsible member of society. It is also a way to stay in touch with your surroundings, to break down social barriers, and understand whom you should and should not trust. Mm. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I mean, this is the backdrop of the times that we are living in. So, as we go about our days... Out there in the world, whether mm-hmm. you're in America or somewhere else, it's nice to, it's not just nice, it's important, critically important critically to important. be aware yes. of the impact that each of us has and how important it is to see each other and yeah. really honor each other, look each other in the eye and be kind. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. And just hanging out with us. (sighs) Yes, taking deep breaths Mm -hmm. as we continue forward. Yes. In this time. Yes. All right. So as always, you can get our (laughs) email. Links are all in the show notes. Check it out. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Encouraging you to love life Live
1: free. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are—a limitless being with shoes and socks on—and along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field, like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my
0: shows at Mind, Body, Spirit, FM or wherever you get your podcasts.